0: This is Across the Isle, a podcast on bipartisanship by the National Conference of State Legislatures. I'm Kelly Griffin. In 2021, first-term Assemblywoman Chandra Summers Armstrong had big plans to address policing issues in Nevada. After all, before winning office, she had been an activist, working with the Black and Latino communities in Reno on criminal justice reform. As a Black Democrat, she did not plan to find great ideas and support from a white Southern Republican man who had spent 37 years with the state patrol. But that's what happened when she sat down next to Arkansas Representative Dwight Tosh. Summers Armstrong joined Tosh for dinner during the opening of NCSL's legislator Police Academy last year. The academy was a year-long peer training opportunity for lawmakers from 11 states who were interested in policing policy. She admits she brought a little attitude with her. I have a lot of family from the South, and we were
1: sitting next to a gentleman from Arkansas. And we were talking about um, just issues, um, you know, certification and all of these things. Tosh started telling her about the work they'd done in his state to improve policing. And I made the little smart remark, well, Arkansas? And he looked at me very seriously, and he said, you know, we do good stuff in Arkansas, and y'all might want to take a lesson. She says Tosh was gentle in his rebuke. He was really, really kind, and after the little reprimand, which I deserved for being sassy, um, began to really kind of give us some insights on how they had done this and why it was important to them. And here we are in Nevada, we think we're so forward-thinking— And we did not have this in place.
0: Tosh laughs about that first encounter.
2: I really think she liked my Southern accent more than anything, so (laughs) They became friends,
0: and Summers Armstrong quickly realized the reforms in Arkansas would be good for Nevada. It opened the door to working not just across the aisle, but across the country. In recent years, Tosh and the Arkansas legislature had been quietly working on improving state policing policy. So when George Floyd's murder sparked a national discussion about policing, his state was already setting things in motion that other states were just beginning to consider, or maybe hadn't thought of at all. For one thing, Tosh had led an effort to ensure officers fired for misconduct couldn't work for another Arkansas police department again. One bill he created led to a decertification process and a central registry to track people who were fired from law enforcement. On another front, he sponsored a bill to offer an alternative when police encounter people needing mental health support.
2: What do you do with someone in a mental health crisis? And and they were uh, they were locking them up. I mean, I you know I spent all those years in law enforcement. I mean, what do you do? Uh, you just can't leave them out there. So the jail was the only place to take them. And. And so now in Arkansas, instead of them spending the night in jail, uh, law enforcement, uh, they can take them into one of our crisis stabilization units, and there they get treated by a mental health expert. Tosh also
0: succeeded with a bill this past session that gives officers support for their mental health. It gives them 12 sessions with a mental health professional each year. Tosh had seen the need for it firsthand, especially during his leadership roles at the State Patrol, particularly with the SWAT team.
2: And someone that's spent 37 years in law enforcement, I've dealt with all those issues. And, you know, it's not something you go home, you don't discuss it with your spouse, you don't. you You just keep it bottled up on the inside.
0: Nevada Senator Dallas Harris was also at the Legislator Police Academy with her colleague Summers Armstrong. As a result, Harris jointly sponsored a bill with Summers Armstrong that was a version of the Arkansas decertification program. It alerts jurisdictions when a potential hire had problems in a prior job. It also connects the state to a national registry to learn about job candidates from other states and share names of Nevada officers who have had serious violations. Harris says the exchange of ideas through the NCSL Academy was particularly important on such a fraught topic as policing. Uh, It was really nice to be able to see uh, different perspectives with everyone really kind of having a base level agreement on, you know, a desire to improve how things are done and, and better outcomes for our citizens. And even when Summers Armstrong was working to gain the support of her Democratic colleagues, she was happy to give credit to the Arkansas Republican who had the idea first.
1: Yes, I tell everyone, um, and I think it's important that that we're honest about that. You know, the whole purpose of NCSL and and these uh, gatherings is so that we exchange ideas. So it would be disingenuous of me to pretend that this concept did not come from the other side of the aisle, and if we are not honest about these things. We never open up a pathway for there to be collaboration.
0: Amber Ridgery, a program principal at NCSL's Criminal and Civil Justice Program, led the planning for the Legislator Police Academy.
3: Really, what gave us the idea to start this program was that uh, the role for state legislatures surrounding policing policy really started to change and evolve in 2020 after the death of George Floyd. And so state legislatures took a much more active role in terms of how involved they were in policing policy. And so the demand on NCSL uh, for resources and educational opportunities really just sort of skyrocketed.
0: But the gatherings were not just to talk about policy. The group also met with police departments to learn more about their practices. Widgery says it was heavy at times. In one session with Washington Training Commission instructors, She says the team wanted to show how they have evolved away from old practices. That meant demonstrating on a fellow officer how they used to gain control of a suspect by body slamming him to the floor, and also demonstrating how officers are trained to respond differently now.
3: I think for the hardest for the group to get through, we had so many people who had personal experiences, whether that is, you know, being an individual who's a person of color and has been pulled over by police and perhaps had, you know, big feelings or been afraid, and then had members of our group who were former law enforcement officers and have been on sort of the other side of that equation. Participants in the academy agreed sometimes things got
0: tense because they didn't all agree on everything. And the national debate around policing issues, with so much at stake, has sometimes been sharply divisive. But this small group was able to be constructive. Kentucky Republican Senator Whitney Westerfield took part in the police academy. He says it was invaluable to hear from different states. Police reform is never far from the discussion.
2: And man, when you look across the country, there are divergent perspectives on policing. And so I I think it was good to to spend some time talking and hearing from others uh, about what's working in their states and what's not. I want to steal all the great ideas I can.
0: Westerfield says Kentucky is focused on several reforms in prisons and when people reenter society. He says now he'd like to draw on the experiences of other states where they're helping police and citizens on the front end of the justice system, especially when people are coming into it in a mental health crisis. Washington State Senator John Lovick, a Democrat, brought a long career as a state trooper and with the U.S. Coast Guard to the NCSL Academy. He says the year-long immersion through the academy, learning about policing issues and what other states are doing, gave him new perspective on bipartisanship in his own state. He's come to appreciate how much he can learn even by working with someone whose district would seem to be nothing like his. He notes that because of the police academy, he decided to accept an invitation from a conservative Republican to tour railroad tracks and grain fields. There's not a railroad track in my district anywhere. There's no reason for me to go over to a wheat farm
1: to ride on a train. I said, what's the date? I will be there. I would not have done that had it not been for the way we are working in this group.
0: Glovick says the trip showed him common concerns on an array of issues, and not even solely centering on policing. Senator Harris of Nevada notes that in the heated national conversation, people get painted into two extremes, being anti-police or as blindly backing the blue, even those who do harm. That didn't happen in the academy. So uh, the, the national narrative is worries me. Uh, but the individual conversations or the smaller group conversations that we had definitely give me hope that there is a way forward. Thank you for listening to Across the Aisle. If you are a legislator or a staffer with interest in policing policy, please make use of the vast resources NCSL can provide, from details on every piece of legislation under consideration to research on best practices. I want to note that the NCSL Legislator Police Academy was made possible through support from Arnold Ventures. And you can learn lots more about what's going on in state legislatures if you check out our podcast, Our American States. Host Ed Smith interviews policy experts about the big issues lawmakers are grappling with. There's more on the podcast, Legislature's The Inside Story. NCSL CEO Tim Story explores important ideas at the heart of governing. You can find these wherever you get your podcasts.